Welcome, travelers. I'm Josh. I'm Glenn. And I'm Lee Wanika. This is Tabletop Journeys, where we will be your humble guides along the journey to RPG adventures. We are all D&D role players and storytellers at heart. It's where we started out, and it's where we find ourselves most at home. So here in our main podcast episodes, we discuss the core rules, how to use them as written, and how to homebrew your own content to get the most out of your story. Because detailed settings, heroic characters, vibrant NPCs, and a focus on story over rules is what makes a campaign legendary. Gentlemen, how are you this evening? I'm doing very, very well. And uh, wow, great to see you guys again. Um, we've had a, a bit of a mini holiday break, a couple uh, days off from recording and, and stuff yeah, yeah. that we've been working hard. So, but it is good to see both of you on screen at least. Uh, yeah. all the time. <laughs> I know, yeah, uh, totally. It's, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, the break has been nice, and I'm ready to get back into it. Uh, it's been, uh, it feels like such a long time since we've actually sat down to talk, but it really, I guess in the grand scheme of things, really hasn't been. Um, no, no, no. Just the holidays get crazy, man. Between know, the all the stuff you got crazy. going on during the week, yeah. getting ready for stuff last week, the preparation going on for next month. Yeah. Regardless of what people celebrate, everybody's crazy this time of year. So totally it, just, it, it makes it all seem like it takes longer, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, you know, of course, the, the biggest holiday of all that just uh, actually crossed yesterday. Uh, happy birthday, Tabletop Journeys. Yesterday. Happy birthday. Uh, we are now Should officially one year. <laughs> no, that's okay. We don't have to sing. That's, that's fine. We if will. We had Mountain Dew in his mouth or he would have started singing as soon as I said it before you could stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, even if we're not going to say happy birthday to ourselves, I would say this. We will happily take happy birthday songs from our audience. So if anybody wants to like do a little quick recording, it doesn't have to be the whole song, just a little verse. Ooh. We, we, we'd find that to be a wonderful thing. That'd be awesome. I mean, we, no, that, we that would definitely see. tickle our fancy. I mean, that's, it's a, yeah. And if you want to go through that much effort, Hey, we'll bring it into something probably. And Hey, and we still have a copy of Fizzbins to give away that we have not yet decided exactly what the criteria are going to be. So I'm just saying. Oh, snap. That, that could be, that could know, be entertaining. I mean, I'm just saying, like, entertaining the hosts of the podcast might be, might be the best way to go ahead and get a copy of, uh, of Fizzbins Treasury of Dragons. So, um, you know, uh, I'm just saying, like, anybody out there listening, uh, you know. It's an idea, you know, if, for example, you know, hypothetically you wanted to, uh, to draw a picture of, uh, of your favorite dragonborn from our Patreon actual play, uh, wearing, uh, butterfly wings for when he went to the witchlight carnival, you know, 
That would be good. All these things, all these things, entertaining your host. I'm telling you, entertaining the hosts of the podcast. We've got, I have got so much stuff to give away over there on my bookcase over there. I'm telling you, entertaining the hosts might be the best way to go ahead and get, uh, gets uh, a a little bit of swag. Maybe a discount code for the Tabletop Journeys uh, swag shop. Who knows? All these things are in play. I'm telling you. So, but I mean, that was a whole lot of vagueness. You want to like, bring that into something i mean are, are we deciding this right i mean I, i'm not necessarily i mean who knows like that's i'm just saying that like entertain okay. the hosts right. you know you're not you're not yeah. looking to go for a direct okay fair yeah. enough yeah, yeah. no <laughs> Most i mean we can invent a contest on the fly time. right here live on the air it'll be a hoot <laughs> <laughs> right yeah totally hey i mean I, th- I, I think i just did <laughs> right so so far we'll try to get you more details later if anything else comes out of our brains so far a general creative contest, whether it's a drawing of a favorite character from the actual play, a sing-song happy birthday to us. We're, op- yep. we're taking open submissions for creative entertainment. Exactly, exactly. There we go. Yep. See, very general, nothing uh, nothing binding, nothing, uh, you know, nothing uh, nothing crazy, you know, anything. Just entertain us. Entertain us, right? You know, it's like... <laughs> Are you not entertained? <laughs> oh, here goes for Russell Crowe. Yep. <laughs> Always, right? Dude, it was in my head. I was just trying to figure out how to turn it because then the <laughs> audience would be saying to us after they sent it like a challenge at the end, are you not entertained? <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. Let's, uh, okay. Finishing the push to Facebook right now. Oh, oh okay. you were doing I was uh, just about to do that. Looks like you just oh, did. Yeah. I'm already, see, I'm already on it. See? Good deal, good deal. So we've notified our Facebook group. We've notified, notified Twitter. Twitter, yeah. And uh, we did all that live. This is your peek behind the curtain of the show. Exactly, exactly. Someday we'll have producers who do all that for us. <laughs> While we just chat. Yeah, you know, the easiest way to do it. Everybody's get job will be to just sit here and look pretty, and I'll be jealous. <laughs> That's uh, www.patreon.com slash. Uh, <laughs> you can you donate your time, donate your energy. That's right, yeah. So anyway. Uh, glad to hear that you guys are are doing so well today. Uh, I am pumped to be talking uh, about this episode. This was definitely one of uh, one of my favorite episodes last year. When uh, you know, uh, Glenn, this was just before you you rolled on, but it was uh, it, it was, when right, it was like right before I came in. Yeah. You know, it was a great excuse for Lee Winika and I to sit down um, and talk about awesome stuff, right? Uh, and you know, if there is a, if there's one thing that, uh, has probably become pretty clear, uh, throughout, uh, the history of tabletop journeys, anytime the three of us get the chance to sit down and talk about awesome stuff, uh, we're gonna, we're, we're gonna take that opportunity. We're gonna take that opportunity every day of the week and twice on Sunday, right? So, um, you know, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to once again, uh, sitting down and talking. And hell, it's Sunday. It is Sunday. I know exactly, right? Yeah. Yes. Patriots had a fantastic game against the Titans. So good, good that. Good to see you. So, yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> game moving right along. Yeah, right. Exactly. How'd, how'd them Steelers do? <laughs> you don't want to talk about it? <laughs> he's he's a little wounded right now. It's okay. It's all right. We're going to carry on. Persevere. Persevere. Yeah, persevere. Persevere. 
<laughs> All right, let us uh, let us dive in. Um, so, who wants to start this evening? What what do we uh, what do we got that we want to go ahead and talk about? So, we are talking tonight the 2021 Holiday Shoppers Guide. Uh, we're going to go through some of the things that we think are awesome uh, uh, to go ahead and buy for your uh, for your geek and geek adjacent uh, friends and family. So, uh, gentlemen, who wants to start this evening? Well, I know that Glenn had some very specific ideas. I yeah. kind of this year went more general. I decided that I was going to talk more along the lines of here's a group of things that might work really well. Here's some resources to get hold of those those types of items, that type of thing. Less specifics, more general idea. Because I know for myself, somebody can give me an idea. I can go get one thing, and it's like, yeah, but. Um, the goal is if I'm buying something for my wife, I got to get like four or five things. I want to get a couple of different things. I want to, you know, a couple of things for the stocking, a couple of things, uh, yep. smaller presents, a couple of larger presents, maybe one big, big present, that type of I'll thing. Run the whole gambit. You know, yep. um, there are certain types of gifts that I, I consistently give uh, to family members, especially younger family members. Um, I love to give books. Um, and game books are, are good gift ideas if you know specifically what somebody's missing. There may not be the best gift idea. So what I tend to think of is things that will help people move the hobby forward that they even that they may not have. Um, but that way they're picking up the game modules or the game books or the character books or the Watsy stuff that they want. But I'm talking about the stuff that's going to accentuate um and add add to yeah. so that's kind of where i went with with my yes yeah. I, I I totally agree with what you're saying, and that is why one of the first things uh, on my list, and I don't want to dive on this too much because it doesn't take much explanation, uh, support your local, your friendly neighborhood local gaming stores. Get gift certificates for your local stores so that your friends can go and buy things from them directly. You know, the stores serve such an important role in our hobby. It is where we play. It is how they keep us supplied. Uh, you know, support them this holiday season. Uh, there are lots of ways for you to go ahead and buy your gaming stuff. Right. Supporting your local game store is is probably one A and one B uh, is is probably is probably like tied with supporting the creators directly. And I'm going to get into that a whole bunch later, right? About See, how to go ahead say, and support the creators directly. Yeah. For for an opening, that's a great place to start. Just saying yeah. that automatically, we want to say up front, buy local. Use your yeah, local yeah. store. Your local game store needs that revenue to stay open yep. and be a, a meeting space for, for young people to come together. Yep. But even if it's not your local game store, even when you're looking at creators, I mean, you've got big creators spread across the internet, but you've got local guys too. So yeah. look for some of those smaller folks that, you know, really need the support. And we're actually going to talk about some of them specifically as we go. So that's probably going to be a little bit yeah. of a rolling theme. Yep. Yep. Uh, totally. Uh, and I, I on that point, sorry, Lunika, before you dive in there, to that point, one thing that I just noticed today, and I'm not sure, I don't know why I never noticed this before, you can get gift certificates for Drive-Thru RPG and DMs Guild. Right. Um, so if you've got somebody that you don't know what they want to play or if you want to just give them the freedom to go ahead and support whatever creators they like or something like that, rather than try to go ahead and do the whole like wallet transfer and everything like that, gift cards. Gift cards, gift cards, sometimes gift cards, sometimes people don't like giving gift cards because it's not specific enough, but I will tell you as someone, as a group of people that are on DMs Guild, uh, absolutely, you know, let let your folks come and shop at our store with their gift card. Absolutely. Right. So, 
And the wrong ordering online when we say local. Supporting small creators or local creators can be DM skill. That's perfectly fine. We're just saying don't use Amazon. <laughs> Not specifically well, just them, yeah. but you know. Well, so yeah. let, let's. Let, I, I do want to jump in on that point, right? So, absolutely, DMs Guild, absolutely by local. I know uh, the local game store that Glenn and I use, Citadel Games. They they will mail to the contiguous United States. They will call them. They're all over our page. We are constantly working with them. We partner with them for our gifts. They've been amazing partners for our charitable activities as well as the charitable activities of uh, the Drinking and Dragon folks here local in southeastern yep. Connecticut. Uh, amazing group of, of individuals to work with. Um, proud, not just happy, proud to say that we work with them. And I think this is the point where we should also mention very plainly, very clearly, this is a non-sponsored video. Oh, yep. Good call, yeah. Not being sponsored by anybody we're talking about today. And it's going to sound like we are. And I'll yeah. be very honest. It's going to sound like we are because yep. the things we like, we love passionately. <laughs> you know, to borrow from Glenn when we did our Barbarians thing that aired just yesterday. Um, and, and I'm going to tell you straight up, um, I will rage for the benefit of my local shop. And I have done so for years because they are amazing. Um, And that's why I say like, we love the things we love passionately. We want you, the audience to, to have access to and know about the same things that we know about. And that's why we do this. Um, So it's going to sound like a sponsor video, but trust me when I look in my wallet, when I look (laughs) for the show, not one dime came in for the specific purpose of doing this video yeah. beyond that, which our patrons have been so amazing and let yeah. us, this is yeah. a patron supported show. This is a patron supported endeavor. We have the ability to talk to you about the things we love because our patrons are freaking amazing. Hands down best patrons I know of on the planet. Absolutely. And that's not to say that we'll never present to you uh, an item that we are sponsored or affiliated with, but you're still going to get the exact same, aside from letting you know that it is something we're being paid for. And honestly, yep. there's nothing wrong with that. We do this uh, you know, nope. just for the fun of it. Um, but we'll let you know first. You're still going to hear yeah. the same kind of pitch, though, because we're never going to support something we don't think is a great product. Yep, absolutely. We're going to give it to you straight, but we're always looking for the cool thing to give to you straight. Yep. Um, that's that's kind of how we do uh, yep. That said, uh, let me just say, uh, when it comes to buying local, here's some things that I was thinking of. I was thinking of bringing new gamers into, into the fold, looking at a bunch of Facebook pages and groups over the last cu- couple weeks, specifically the last week. There was a lot of posts about, hey, I've got a new, D- I'm new to DMing. What do I need to do? What's a good thing that'll help me out? Or I've got some new players that are coming to my table. What's a good way to do to, to help them? So I thought going to your local store to get some very, very basic things for those of us who've been doing 5e for a couple of years now, but there's some basic things that your local store will have that's going to be amazing. And the first among those to me was the starter set and the essentials kit. Um, Those two modules are great for a new DM to learn how to DM. They're amazing for even a veteran DM to teach new players how to play. They're designed for that purpose, part one, part two, effectively, um, uh, so that you get good at this. Um, And that's going to be a great place to start. Following that, things that will help players along 
and move things along. I thought the the uh, spell cards. Now, while they're available all, all over the place, you're not going to know when you walk in to sit down at your table yeah. who's playing what. So your local shop has the cards in stock, right? Yeah. Yeah. Go get them off the shelf. Don't wait for Amazon to come to you. They're, they're, FedEx is shipping late anyway. Get the stuff right, <laughs> off, the, right off the store shelves. Yeah. You, you, new player says, I want to play a wizard. Don't be afraid of letting them play a wizard because spells are complex. Get them the cards so that they can play the wizard yeah, and then yeah. let them have some fun. Right. Unleash the spell that you've memorized. You have them all in your hand like a deck. Yeah. Even beyond spell decks, even beyond spell decks, magic item decks, creature decks, all these sorts of things are super helpful to to someone that's running a game. Like, I mean, I've got my binders of my creature decks right over there on the bookcase. I know that if I'm running a tier one campaign, I grab that tier one book and I bring it with me and I'm flipping through about what enemies I want to go ahead and be, be throwing at my players. So I learned 5e one class at a time, one deck of those cards at a time. That's how I learned to play each class was doing that yeah. um, to get a handle on the game. And that's me, a veteran player who started three and a half years into 5e saying, how do I catch up? And I thought the easiest way was with those cards. Amazing resource. And honestly, some of the sets are as low as $10. A few of them get a little pricier depending on what's going on or whatever. But not much is going to go over $25 for these various decks. Of cards, and that's some of the really larger ones, like the magic item decks is pretty, particularly large. The monster, the uh, epic monster deck is particularly large. Those will get into those higher things, but it's going to give you what you need. Um, yep. And I think that's a great set of gift ideas. Gear them towards, am I giving to players? Am I giving towards whatever? Hey, if you're a DM and you're giving to a player, you really want them to do a lean a certain way, throw them the deck of cards that goes with it. Maybe they will. I don't know. <laughs> I love that you brought in the the actual starter set for 5e because I've been doing um I've been doing a lot of reading on on modules and the best modules to learn as a new DM, the the easiest modules to run, etc. Um and they did their job. They did it right when they set up the starter set. Um because the Lost Minds of Fandelvar, that's the actual adventure in that, is touted as the best or one of the best modules for a new dm to learn to dm on because of the way it's set up and how complete it is and how simple it is and um they really set it up to help everybody learn the game not just the players so yeah if you've got someone that you think might be into role playing they've been thinking about it that's a great one yep Absolutely. or just if you're a dm thinking about a player thinking about going dm you know pick it up to run the module as your first run and you you won't be going wrong yep. yeah yeah, yeah, I hear nothing but great things about about the Lost Minds module. It's not one that I've ever run, but I hear nothing but fantastic things from anybody that's ever run it. So Honestly, yeah, I haven't read it yeah. or run it. So that is just run it. From but what I actually want to play it. I actually think it'd be wicked cool to have somebody like run, veteran player or not. I think it'd be pretty cool to play that. I, like just have a character yep. and 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 give it, give it a roll. You know, see how we do. All right, so uh, so DMs out there listening to us right now that want to run Lost Minds of Fandelver for your Tabletop Journeys hosts, uh, uh, ttjourneys at gmail.com, uh, go ahead and drop us an email and let us know. That, and we'll go ahead and get that, get that, uh, call your boys, as, uh, as my friend Lee Monica. Hashtag call your boys TTJ. So. Start getting that started, maybe turn that into a uh, little mini-series that we put out. Totally. Hey, ab, ab, play games with us. Absolutely. Like that's if we get if we get people that want to run games with us, we'll we'll, we'll figure out a way uh, to to put that out. So, yeah, absolutely. So, right. 
Josh, ahead, yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Cool. So, so uh, looking at that, you're like, this would be a great gift for 2023. So I am gonna get out of uh, uh, the 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 game specific uh, kind of stuff that you were just talking about, Lewanika. I'm gonna talk about something that I talked about last time on the holiday shopping guide, uh, and the only reason why I'm gonna talk about it is because of how much my love for subscription boxes has continued through 2021 uh, my love of subscription boxes was huge in 2020 they were fantastic uh, and it's it's even more so now my uh my list of subscription boxes has been distilled a little bit I will say that um, there have been some changes in some of the subscription box spaces out there um, I, I I wept when mystic wilds the uh, the fig based subscription box that guy of uh, 10 to 12 miniatures every month that still remain unpainted down in my basement um when that unfortunately uh, closed shop in like march or april uh it was very sad for that um but instead but don't go there you, know, you can't buy those exactly you, you can't buy those but the two that i uh, i continue with uh to this day um the first one is dungeon crate now dungeon crate uh is basically it is one of your general stuff boxes right it's not a uh it's not like a specific quest module that you get or anything like that it's it's basically just stuff but it always includes things like maps and miniature quests and things like that like one of the, the favorite things that i do that they do they'll give like a little uh, like six by eight card uh that has like four or five quest prompts on it like paragraph or paragraph and a half or, or two paragraph quest prompts uh to go ahead and run in there um and normally they'll throw a map in the uh in the box with it that the map can be used for any of the quest prompts kind of thing right um and they'll put like a like a, a miniature or two in there they'll put a dice set or two in there they'll put a, just a bunch of other cool stuff that uh um that their team puts together and puts in these boxes um uh, so that's that's dungeon crate absolutely love it a lot of fun every month it's fantastic to get i look for when i see this box on my doorstep every month i get excited because i have no idea what's going to be in it it could be anything from uh it could be anything from like a pair of elf ears that you can put on which were just silly and fun and actually given away in one of our uh, one of the tabletop journeys the gift boxes that went out a couple of months ago um to like i said modules and minis and all sorts of stuff the other one that uh, that I subscribe to every single month and that I look forward to when I hear that it's coming um, is is the Critical Dice Endless Bag of Dice. Now I am a uh, I am a dice hog. I, I there's just no way better to describe it. Uh, if dice if, goblin is the current dice actor. goblin, right? Like, if there is if somebody says that it. if if you buy this thing you will get dice with it, I I don't really care what it is. Like I will buy the thing to get the dice, right? And so the endless bag of dice. Generally, you get two bags of dice, uh, two full sets of dice uh, a month. Um, and for someone like me that is constantly like running one shots and insists that anytime I'm running a one shot, a new set of dice has to come out for that one shot right yeah. um like we did it with the candle keep game i did it with the eberron game all sorts of things anytime i'm running a new game new dice come out um it's been fantastic you know uh and the quality of the dice is great sense of humor of the people that are in there are fantastic um so i also would highly highly recommend uh, uh critical dice never been disappointed it's always right on time shipping is fantastic um and uh the the dice are all gorgeous so um you know I'll, I'll take two sets of dice every month for a really reasonable price point. I think it's something like eight or $10 a month or something like that. So it's, it's really great. Wow. Yeah, and I can awesome. concur uh, that uh, Josh actually gave me one of those sets of dice. Yeah. And we did a little, um, uh, uh, 
when we did a game when we were up for Dr. James Con. Yes, that's right. Uh, yeah. And uh, they rolled very nicely that night. <laughs> they were quite. Yep. That, quite that, charmed, that, were that, little game, that little game that we can't talk about. Yeah. So. Yes. But so, oh, when I but when I can I don't even know about this game. Is, I didn't get to make the group make the trip. Yeah. <laughs> what I can what I can definitely say is I did not have a new set of dice the very next time I played as a player and as a DM. And interestingly enough, uh, my players on my Monday night game will attest I as a DM rolled like crap. They did very well. <laughs> I rolled like boop. Nothing went well because I didn't have yeah. any dice for that. Yep. Uh, similarly, when I played it uh, as my Warforged in my son, in my uh, streams of Spiro game, uh, it might have arguably been the worst die rolls I have yep. ever See? had as a player you, in the history of dice, ever. You know? I actually out. rolled back for people that hit for past lives that were rolling dice. It was just, <laughs> just awful. awful. Yeah, I mean. I mean, look, Luanika, you have been at a table when I have been so disgusted with my D20s that I have literally thrown them across the room into a trash can because that was the only two points that I was going to get. I've been rolling ones all night long. Like I've been. Did you make a shot? Absolutely. That's the only shot I made the entire night. You know, Um, I'd have missed that too. Since then, no problem. So, you know, I'm just saying endless bag of dice. If you want to roll well at your table, Brand new dice, baby. New so perhaps we need to change the term from Geist Goblin for you, Josh, to Dice Dragon, and it's a horde. I mean, are you sitting on your horde of dice right now? You know, like, I mean, I just be- kind of short. Perhaps Dice Cobalt. Ooh, good call. And burn! <laughs> not even kind. That's not even kind. But it is dragon That's- kind, at least, so it's kind of well, kind. Not- <laughs> It's a whole other thing. Oh, let, goodness. Let us, let us not digress. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Glenn, how well, about you? On the you, dice man? front, What's... since we were just yeah, talking about them, let me go ahead yeah. and throw one out there. Um, because I also had a dice suggestion. Um, now, Josh is talking about a subscription box. Subscription box are really, boxes are really cool, by the way. That's like the gift that keeps on giving. If you I pay love for the them. entire yeah, subscription up front, then whoever you bought a gift for now gets a new box every month. It's like getting yep. whatever holiday you celebrate all year long. Yep. Yeah. Um, 12 thank yous instead of one. <laughs> if you're going for a single specific, uh, one, of the, one of the people I wanted to specifically throw out there and also just give a nod again towards find local creators, people in your community, people in the creative community or in the D&D community to support. And that's going to be Giuseppe over at Modern Artifice. Uh, now, he he is a die caster and he makes some really cool dice. If you live local to Connecticut and you were at the CT Run Fair this fall, he was uh, the guy set up right in the main alley as you went down, like right as you come in the gate and walk down Main Street. He was on the left hand side. He was the guy. He was the guy with the really cool dice. Um, and he sells everything from resin cast to metal. Uh, I do know that he's been having some trouble sourcing metal lately. So that stock is a little bit lower, but, um, go and check him out specifically because I, he's a great guy. He makes awesome dice or they're a great person. They make awesome dice. Um, and I know that his current, currently his website is under construction, but his Etsy site is still up. So, uh, I sent that to Josh, if Josh could find a way to make it magically appear somewhere for people. Uh, I, I will definitely put it in the show notes when we publish this. I, I had been playing with uh, ways to go ahead and get it to appear like in my uh, in my screen here, but uh, that did not work properly. So we'll definitely make Fair sure we get it in the show notes there. Yep. It's etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash modern artifice. 
So I've now spoken it at least, yep. and hopefully will, we'll get a link uh, to you I will drop soon. it. I'll tell you what I will do for right now for the folks listening. I will drop it in the uh, in the chat. Uh, and while uh, while I uh, briefly while we're talking about chat, real quick here, uh, Patreon subscriber Marty uh, has said, uh, "Glenn, the Goblin Cave encounter you are currently in the middle of combat came from Lost Minds of Fandelver." Did it? Oh, that's so hot. Awesome. So anyway, carry on. <laughs> So I want to stick with that thought because uh, while we're talking about dice and my need for, for more, um, <laughs> I think subscriptions that have dice in addition to other things are great. But yep. what I also like is it's one of the things that I get whenever I go to my local shop. Um, there's two things that I always do kind of like an add on buy. Like if I go for a book, I buy a book and one other thing, right? Uh, so I'll buy the, the current Watsy book in the special cover that's unique to the local shop. Yeah. Um, because that's what I do. Uh, uh, you know, shipping issues uh, notwithstanding, because I know that was a challenge recently. However, uh, I add to that by turning around and we'll buy a couple of minifigs off the wall, perhaps a paint color off the wall, or some other thing. Dice tend to be among those. There's another local shop that I went to recently that I thought was very cool. It was something that a friend of the show, Dads with Nerdy Ambition, Dads with Nerdy Ambition, Steve brought to my attention through an episode he had on his show, and it's the Cloak and Wand. It's a great little shop. It's in Mystic Village. So if you happen to be traveling southeastern Connecticut, Mystic Village is a great destination overall. Within this little shop of all these other quaint little things and seaport things and nice stuff there's this little shop that's designed for the geek and all of us and it's amazing they do carry uh ttrpg stuff as well they're big on harry potter they've got lots of genre stuff great for the for the larp community or the cosplay community they've got tons of wands that are each uh handmade if i remember what i was told correctly nice. uh, they do uh, the, a lot of great fan service in all the right ways to multiple types of shows, but they have this amazing juice bar. And I just thought it was very <laughs> cool. you basically get it's like an old timey kind of soda shop where you get all these different flavors, all these different juices, and all and you can get energy shots in them and 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 like uh, you can get these things that make them turn different colors and you can get sparkles in them and they're basically potions is what they call them. So you can have all these different potions and it's so much fun like nice. i just enjoyed walking through the shop getting that drink looking at the stuff and the reason uh this whole tangent is coming up is because a gift certificate to something like a place like that would be an amazing gift you get your right. drink you go there and the dice are very cool because not only do you get dice kind of like you get dice just about any other shop but they actually have their logo etched in the little plastic thing because they have a great relationship with their dice manufacturer and, and, uh, and whatnot. And I think that's cool. It's a very little thing, but it's one of those things that local shops do for you that you're never going to get out on the digital market. And I, and I want to call that out. They're great people. I talked with them for quite a while and they just love talking about the hobby and every single person in that store plays D and D they were talking about their game and how cool that was. What's the name of the store again, Lee? Cloak and Wand. Mystic. Cloak and Wand. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm super glad you brought it up because, I mean, I live right here by Mystic and I'm over there all the time, but that wasn't nice. there the last time I was at the village. So I got to go check it out. 
Yeah, absolutely. It, it's, I, I, I went there during Garlic Fest this, this fall. So um, it was it was actually because I saw Steve's show or listened to Steve's show the week before then Garlic Fest came up. It was actually the reason I went to Garlic Fest was to go there. And I mean, wait, amazing people. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Here. Thanks, Steve, for introducing me to Garlic, which you didn't like before already. I'm mean, exactly right. That's that's what I was going to say. It's like, wait, wait, like it, it like, like, but in particular, I, that sounds like a I cool get, shop. So thanks, Steve. I get that the that the shop is awesome and the shop sounds fantastic. I'm also going to go ahead and go out and say that maybe, maybe that the the nudge did not need to be so strong as to convince my dear friend Lewanika to go to Garlic Fest. I probably would have gone to Garlic Fest anyway. It is something that we as a family try to do here. But here's the deal. I don't always go every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This right. year is why you went this year. You know, <laughs> yeah. some years I've gone. Some years I'm like, ah, oh, get around to it. It's garlic. Some things are cool. It's a fun time. But yeah. this year I went on purpose and with a point and had yeah. to make it. And I, most <laughs> of it was due to Cloak and Wand. See, this is live radio, everybody. This is, this is you know, we, we spend half of our time giving each other a hard time. I mean, that's, just, you know, right, welcome to why our show is so hard to edit. <clears throat> yeah. so. And, and this is the same <laughs> stuff that goes on when we're recording regularly. Yeah, exactly. It really does. It so, so. The <laughs> With much less profanity, I will say. That's a, you know. uh, uh, yeah, so yeah. while you're talking about, uh, you know, geek stuff that covers kind of a broad swath, not just the tabletop role-playing stuff, but also other geekdoms and other kind of hobbies. I mean, we we have an entire line of shows all about other sh- other TV shows and movies and things that aren't specifically D&D related and everything like that. I did want to go ahead and touch on uh, another uh, another shop on my list here. And uh, Luanika, you were talking earlier about how, you know, when you're shopping for your wife and everything, got to get the stocking stuffers, got to get kind of a broad swath of things to go ahead and, and give for Christmas. Uh, you know, I think that the resurgence, you know, the, the joining of forces behind, between the tabletop role-playing space and the candle maker space uh, has been amazing. And it has really come to fruition this year where you've got candle makers who are uh, maybe not so secretly Dungeons and Dragons players anymore and want to start putting out candles that evoke the atmosphere of the game, right? So instead of just like lighting the candle and having, oh, it's like it's a Yankee candle with cranberry, you know, whatever, right? They're actually making scented candles to help enhance your in-person tabletop role-playing experience. And the one that I wanted to shout out specifically uh, was uh, was Coffee Fumes. So www.coffeefumes.com. Uh, they... You need to go check out their shop because their shop is incredible with the range of scents that they've got. They have RPG flavored scents. They have Star Wars scents. They have supernatural themed scents. Uh, your regular holiday inspired, like they have an Alderaan inspired scent, like, you know, you name it, right? Um, uh, you know, and I, one of the things that I absolutely love are, uh, you know, you heard us talk about how we give each other a hard time. I love uh, shops and creators with a, a sense of humor. Get it? They're a candle manufacturer, a sense of. Anyway, no, so no, I've got no, a no, tremendous. Those are differently, Josh. You mean S C E N T S? See, exactly. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, thank you for explaining. They're spelled different. That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. So Josh's humor is not good for Oh, come on. That was I even wrote that down. Sense of humor. I loved it. I loved it. It's in the paper. Beautiful. Actually, I give you crap because, well, that's what I do here. Yeah. Because we also have a sense of humor. But all the can't. Yeah, all, all, all the all that to say that the 
they seem like an awesome shop to work with. All their candles are handcrafted. I, I'm going to be putting my order in actually just after the show is over here. Uh, I can't wait to get mine. I'm really looking forward to those. So, um, do they have a cobalt flavor love. for you? What's that now? Do they have a cobalt flavor for you? Why would he want to eat a cobalt? Wait, why, why would I want to light a cobalt on fire? No, 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 but something that is evocative of a cobalt for your mm. dice ward. Dank cave. Do they have dank mm. cave? Dank cave. I'm sure they probably do have dank cave. I'm, I'm sure. Exactly. You know, so, yep. Dank cave and dank oh, cave. Wait, mean. no, they do have a cobalt inspired one because they've got Alderaan that just smells like ash and fire. Oh, there, there you go. go. See. Alderaan. Right. Ash and fire. That's terrible. Yep. Yep. I'm. I'm just looking for love. I'm I'm looking for love in all the wrong places. Wait, 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 wait. Is that actually a fla- a, a scent that they have? There is a scent of Alderaan. Yeah, it doesn't smell like ash and fire. Is it just ash and fire? No, no, no. See, I wasn't I, laughing because I, I thought it. it was there, and you were saying they had a sense of humor, I mean, so I the, thought they really the, made it, and I was the, like, "That's awesome." The, the candles all like blue and green, so I'm a, I'm a, I'm assuming it's like all aquatic and like like a, a oh, vegetative oh. and all that. So yeah, pre-explosion anyway, Alderaan heard. Coffeefumes.com. Go check out their line of candles. They seem fantastic. So. Awesome. All right, Glenn. Kick it to you, sir. What is next on your list? It's my turn again. Crap. It is your turn again. I know it comes. It's it's like you have it every third turn. Well, you see about that. I'm going to run out soon. That's okay. Um. So, which one do I want to throw out there next? You know, I'm going to stick with a uh, friend of the show, Jimmy Flowers, and I'm going to throw it out. I know he's going to come up again. Yep. Um, but. Jimmy Flowers over at Splinterverse puts out Splinterverse puts out some amazing books. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm specifically going to tout the Feywild Companion again because we did a whole show on it. I think it was actually mentioned in the live stream once too. Yep. But the reason is because it is by far, bar none, my favorite book to be released this year. And I really liked Van Richten's, mind you. I was like, oh, Van yep. Richten's. Um, but over Wizards of the Coast books or other things that we've reviewed – that is probably my favorite that's come out in terms of just new content and yep. whole new aspects of how to look at the Feywild. It's more yep. the Feywild setting book than the campaign book. Yeah. Um, and it gives you a whole lot of information on how to just make that aspect of your game, if you're into the Feywild, explode. Yeah. Have you had a chance to go ahead and use any of the content from Jimmy's book in any games that you've been playing or running yet, Glenn? I have not because I'm not currently running any games, shamefully. Yep. Um, yep. I've had enough going on in my personal life. I have a friend of the show, Marty Napier, running for the group that I was running for at the moment that I now play in because I just yep. didn't have enough time to manage the plot well yeah. at the, at, you know, with everything else I got going on. So yep. I'm looking enough. forward to it, but I have not yet. I, I will say as somebody who has, um, because in um, – uh, in the next Patreon actual play episode to air, um, not the not the one that we're currently in where they're going to the carnival, but the next one when they get out of the carnival, um, mm. there are elements from Jimmy's book in that recording. Um, Ooh, nice, and they play so well. They really do. Like that's um, I I will I will say it again. I mean, I said it to Jimmy's face, so I don't mind saying it behind his back here. Um, the care that they put into that book in particular, the way that they handled the source material and the way that they the way that their rules were crafted and balanced and the mechanics work, it was you know, it was absolutely the Feywild book that I wanted. 
um, and and didn't get the wild by, wild beyond the wish light was fine it, for what it is. Oh, it's but good. It really it's good. We'll yeah, it good. wasn't even the Feywild book that I wanted though. Jimmy's book is the Feywild book that I wanted. Um, and so kudos, huge kudos to Splinterverse Media for uh, what I hope was a monumental success for them. Um, I know their 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 Fisbin's Vault of Secrets book uh, was equally fantastic. Um, uh, but really, the Feywild book was uh, was a was a step above the rest. So um, kudos to them a- for that. I will echo Glenn's comments. The Feywild Companion is a cut above everything else that I uh, that I've personally reviewed, and I liked a lot of stuff that came out this year. It is easily my favorite thing, and I have also started using it. It is filtered into a couple of my campaigns already. Um, I've used a couple of the snap blocks as uh, as enemies that my various parties have been confounded by. Um, just, just some of the, just some of the ways of thinking about various creatures and some of the plot hooks I've started weaving into things that I'm already done, seeding some things within my campaign world, some of which haven't been touched on yet, but just the things that I've used thus far are, are amazing. Um, and I can't wait to use more and more and more and more, um, from that book specifically and from the Splinterverse as a whole, there's just so much goodness in all of it that it just needs to be done glenn you had the book specifically i had um and the link will be contained within uh what we do i had a link for uh splinterverse on drive through rpg because there's not one thing that splinterverse has done and i have now at this point read uh uh most of all of them uh or actually i've read all of most of them and i've read a little bit on one or two uh there's not one book that I wouldn't as a player, as a DM, if somebody, if I didn't have them and somebody gave them to me, they would be the best gifts I got. Yep. That's, that. that's how good those, the, the, yeah. those, those books are. No, the so one I'm, I'm looking I'm, forward to cracking into the next is their companion to Von Richten's guide to Ravenloft yeah. because they put out yeah. a companion book for each of these as they went. I yeah. haven't started that one beyond skimming it, but it looks fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. That I've dug into that one just a little bit. That's the one I haven't finished yet, but yeah. yeah. So uh, talking I, about their overall yeah. quality. One thing I do want to just throw out there, all of their books, user interface wise and ease of use wise amazingly well done. Jimmy even will specifically tell you in the interview, if you go back and listen to it, that they wanted to make sure that their book was as complete for the re- end reader as possible. So it's even a fully searchable PDF with links yep. spread throughout the text that will take you to congruent text or applicable text. Yeah. Um, it's wicked, wicked easy to yeah. use. It's not just yeah. a standard scroll through. And it, yeah. and it shows well and works well on mobile um because i like i've been able to read it on breaks during my nine to five um you know and not everything does that you've got to be you know uh, especially when you start talking pdfs yeah exactly yeah Yeah. so Yep. Wow, wow. So good. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna expand on that a little bit in a in a way that I know that Jimmy would appreciate because he has said the same thing or roughly the same thing that I'm about to go ahead and say on times when he's come on the show here. Um but that is that supporting independent game creators uh is we said it at the top of the show. Probably the best way to go ahead and keep money in the hobby is to go ahead and support your local sh- your local shop so that they stay open. The second best, or like one A to one B or whatever, uh, is to support the creators themselves. So you going to places like Kickstarter or like itch, you know, things like that to go ahead and support these creators themselves. 
go to DMs. If you're looking for a gift for somebody, go to DMs Guild. Go to Drive Through RPG. Get a gift card for someone so that they can go and buy these products. Um, but you know, really, uh, if you are looking for materials for yourself for the holidays, or you're looking th- to build a wish list of things, you know, check out some of these independent creators and support them because we are living in a golden age of tabletop role-playing games. Dungeons and Dragons yeah, has awesome. never been more popular. The fact that the three of us can go ahead and sit down on a Sunday night and do a podcast about Dungeons and Dragons uh, and actually have people listen to it and enjoy it and, and everything like that um, is testament to how big role-playing games are right now. Right. Our hobby doesn't get this big without the army of people out there that are creating awesome content to make our games better. And as if you are a DM and want to go ahead and get your skills better, learn another game system, learn another game world, learn anything. Take any, you know, whether you're homebrewing or whether you just world building or whatever, you know, learn other things and bring them to your games it will absolutely make your games better without a doubt and if you if you you know we have our episode on collaborative world building coming up soon right collaborative world building is something that i lifted from another game system and brought into dungeons and dragons specifically to go ahead and improve the role playing and exploration tiers of my games the combat tier is really well documented in dungeons and dragons the other two are not and so I found a way to go ahead and make those more exciting. And I lifted it from another game. Well, from several other games, frankly, at the end of the right. day. Right. It's but like, yeah, pieces from here, pieces from there, everything like that. Right. And, and those weren't necessarily independent games, but supporting independent game creators are what are keeping our hobby so vibrant right now. So, you know, go to itch, go to Kickstarter, you know, if you want to go ahead and support folks, go to their personal shops, everything like that. Um, and that's something that Jimmy has said uh, time and time again, that, you know, he, he does an entire YouTube show all about what's awesome on DMs guild and what's awesome. He, he's he is pimping out his own, uh, his own competition, uh, out there in the game space because he believes so strongly, uh, in the, uh, the vibrant marketplace of ideas. So, you know, so do it up. Yeah. Jimmy's the epitome of a do better, be better kind of individual that I love to support because yep. he's out there not only talking the talk, he's producing the content, and then he's showing other people, hey, this is how we grow the community is by yep. lifting each other up. Uh, there's a wave of cool things coming, and all of these boats can rise. We as consumers, we as hobbyists, need to just recognize that and get out there and do the thing. Um, So that there's that along those lines. One of the things that I uh, have been looking into a lot more as I've been learning and getting better at this uh, VTT space as a, as a DM is I've been looking at various patrons that produce maps uh, on a consistent basis. Uh, I didn't really land on a specific one, that I would say, here's a great link. Here's what I'm doing. Here's what I'm supporting. Honestly, because Patreon is what it is, uh, and I want to see a consistent level of quality before I'm out there recommending a specific site. Where uh, 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 what I would say is, get out there, do what I'm doing, is research, look at things, look at the sample maps, play test those sample maps, and see how they play with your team. Do they give you that same kind of feel? Do they fit easily? Do they work nicely for what you're doing? And then think about supporting those content creators uh, while you're doing it. You know, um, some of them have one-time 
benefits so you can do like a coffee or something like that uh you know support them if you're doing that you know throw them that dollar a month or whatever for while you're using that that uh that sample content or what have you Uh, and then increase if that's working for you and you really like what they're bringing to the table some of them have some pretty cool features at higher levels uh, there are things I'll be looking into to see uh, where we go with it, like custom maps made for you and your campaign, things of that nature. Yeah, uh, yeah. Six months from now, I think I'll have better answers in that regard. I, I have a fantastic way to go ahead. And if you're looking for a gift for your dungeon master, right, mm-hmm. uh, much like we did with subscription boxes, right, get a Patreon subscription to somebody like Sean McRow, right? Sean McRow, who did, who who wrote the theme music and closing music for our show uh, almost a year ago now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and who we have been backing on Patreon for the better part of six months now because we continue to use the music that he makes available to his Patreon subscribers as the backing mm-hmm. music in our actual play episodes. The the so something like that if your dm is looking for background music or is looking for maps you know find a provider on patreon subscribe to their patreon for your dem- for your dungeon master for your game right. for your game master you know that kind of thing support the creators in the space who are doing awesome things so i love that suggestion Ooh. Monica. Yeah, no absolutely or That's if you happen for. to be a friend or family member of a creator Buy into their Patreon to support them also as yep. part of your yep. uh, as part of your gift. Yep. We would be remiss at this point in the show if we did not mention that we here at Tabletop Journeys do have a Patreon. Uh, if you're interested in I know, right? It's it's like you led me right there, Glenn. I'm telling you. So um if you're interested in backing the show, uh uh we would love you to go ahead and do so. You can do so for as little as one dollar a month at www.patreon.com slash TT Journeys. We would love it if you go ahead and support the show. We want to do more awesome things. Patreon is the way to go ahead and help us do that. Absolutely. I am going to totally shift gears here now for my next one off of uh, Patreon. Yep, I see you sliding off to the exactly. Just make, hold on. Hold, hold on to your oblique handles, right? Exactly, right? Yeah. Um, you, you can tell that Lee Wanika has been in a car with me before because he knows when I'm shifting gears that problem's coming. So um, uh, I love merch. I love tabletop role-playing themed stuff like i i have got exactly right you know when the dm smiles an awesome t-shirt uh i'm wearing my cthulhu uh hear the call sweatshirt right now and my nerdy point of view hat that i just got from so nerdware uh so nerdware we follow them on twitter um that's actually where i found them i've been looking for a for new like role-playing themed hats for i mean the one that i've been wearing for like six or seven months now is like literally falling apart on my head uh because i i wear hats all the time right um and so uh lately it was it was so nerd where um uh you know i actually just ordered another hat from them and a coffee tumbler uh the shipping was fast prices were reasonable shipping was great they were fast it was amazing it's absolutely amazing stuff um and they they partner with a wide swath of of creators to go ahead and get their content in there so absolutely check them out um and another favorite and uh Luanika, you'd mentioned uh drinking and dragons earlier today um a group uh, 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 uh a partner that I think sounds, it reminds me a lot of the folks that run Drinking and Dragons. Um, again, a, a, a Twitter follower of ours um, uh, who goes by the handle Dungeon Glitch. Um, 
produces a bunch of merch and the merch is all available on uh, Gem Firefly and Gem Firefly is an LGBTQ friendly company supporting LGBTQ uh, uh, creators and everything like that in the space. Um, they pride themselves on the fact that almost all of their profits go to charities every single month. They funded hospitals, they fund food kitchens, they all nine yards. Cool. So, you know, if you go to gemfirefly.com, you can look at uh, their entire line, um, and they are a fantastic company to to spend your money on, right? So if you're looking to go ahead and buy buy merch again for for the holidays, support groups who are doing good things, right? Support awesome creators who are doing good things. This is a fantastic company that's doing great things, um, not just in kind of the TTRPG space, but uh, you know, in the world in general. And I think we probably need a little bit of that right now. So, all right, yep. Without a doubt, um, merch is a great thing. Um, if all else fails, there's always a T-shirt that uh, fellow geeks need and want to wear. There's always a hat, um, a tumbler, a cold drink koozie, a coffee mug. Say, straight uh, up old school coffee mug. You know, that, that somebody wants. I mean, uh, there's, there's great ways. Everybody has merch, right? All the YouTube creators have merch shops, Teespring, so on and so forth. Heck, even this channel has uh, a merch shop. Thank you for that segue, Lee. When he can um, you know, <laughs> yep. um, you know, we I actually have a uh, a mask that says Tabletop Journeys. I know Josh has a T-shirt. Uh, Glenn, you had a T-shirt or a sweatshirt? I do have a T-shirt. Yes. T-shirt, yes. It's in the washer. You know, I'd be wearing it tonight. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have we have a number of things that are like that. Um, you know, everybody's got merch. A t-shirt works out great. Uh, a, t- a t-shirt um, uh, goes well with a pair of sweatpants for pajamas. Yep. Great. Awesome. Done. Yep. It's, yep. it's a good little gift. Roll it up together. Put a bow on it. You've got a beautiful gift for wh- whatever your gift-giving tradition might be. Right. Um, know somebody who just had a baby, you know what they need. They need a yep. tabletop journeys onesie that says yep. a legend is born on one side yep. of it. I love it. I love that. That's, that's fantastic. We should totally get one. Actually, I know exactly who needs one of those. Um, but uh, so I'm going to improv a little bit here, guys. What do Are you, you say? What's that? Oh, wait, no, that would be Lee's game. What do you say for people that are listening to this episode right now? We offer them a discount code for the Tabletop Journey swag shop so they can go ahead and get swag if they want it, like a 10% that sounds discount. Fantastic. I think that's great. I think we okay. should definitely do that. So right. I think, uh, yeah, definitely. We should give do them it. a 10% so, discount. Anything in the swag shop so that we can yep. help get them to get some stuff for the family members. Yep. That, Absolutely. Uh, there we go. So, yeah. Okay. Cool. Go. So if you go to if you go to www.ttjourneys.com, click on the swag shop link. Uh, in about thirty minutes or so, you'll be able to use discount code ten for twenty twenty one to get a ten percent discount on your entire order uh, through the Tabletop Journeys swag shop. Uh, as soon as I get over to Teespring, because I literally just improv that. As soon as I get a chance to get over to Teespring and program in the code, ten percent discount uh, right there. Ten for twenty twenty one. Uh, all numbers except for the word four. So one zero F O R. 2021. There you go. Merry Christmas from Tabletop Journeys, right? <laughs> um, cool. So I also wanted to talk about uh, kids and younger kids specifically. I mentioned earlier in this. I don't think you can buy children legally <laughs> as gifts. I can't even. Say it. <laughs> this is My bad. Continue. Of- continue. This is the sound of a train coming to a stop. 
My bad. My bad. <laughs> I got nothing. Hey, to be fair, I was coming down as against selling kids, right? Against. <laughs> That's a fundamental core belief for the channel, ladies. Yeah, it's not okay. Yeah, yeah don't sell oh, kids. We're not, yeah. we're, we're not for that. Um, <laughs> in fact, we are for the raising of parties of individuals to go and stop that in any genre. Let's move on. Let's move on. Sorry, let's just move past that that yeah, side so bit of silliness for me. Apologies. I wanted to talk about the fact that I mentioned there are certain things that I traditionally give. And one of the things is for all my nieces, nephews, um, and even my grandkids, I love to give books. I think books are the, one of the most amazing things an adult can ever give to a child uh, to give them a heads up in the world. When you are giving a book, you are giving knowledge. You're giving imagination, you're giving them a chance to expand and move beyond anything that they see or normally can hold. And I think that's very important to give books. So in that vein, as a gamer, I like giving books that kind of lead that way. Last year, I talked about a specific set of books that uh, Wizards of the Coast was putting out for younger readers. Uh, this year, there's a newer book in that. I don't know exactly when it came out, but it wasn't part of what I talked about last year, and that's The Beasts and Behemoths, A Young Adventurer's Guide to Dungeons and Dragons. Um, nice. The book be contained. I thought it was, it's a continuation of that same series. It's not in their box set. So I think if you, were, if you gave that gift last year, this is a great follow-up gift to, to carry that on. And again, anytime you have these series, there's lots of young reader books that are great. Um, Last Boy on Earth, uh, uh, the Star Wars had one a couple of years ago. This is for that age group that's just below where Rick Rorden or Harry Potter might be. It's a, just slightly younger than that, where, they, where they're looking for chapters, they're reading a little bit more, but they're not quite into that big giant book that's yay thick. Um, and I think that, that that that's a good spot to give those younger re readers uh, uh, that type of book. So, yep. no, I think that that's fantastic, and that I didn't even realize that that had come out. That's a uh, that's absolutely amazing. So that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, so. and then uh, the last book that I thought of for uh, uh, a guy, it works great if you're giving books to a a group, a couple. Uh, or an individual, depending on what they what they like, and it's the uh, Heroes Feast by Dungeons and Dragons. It's an official book. It's a bestseller, yep. and it's basically it's a cookbook. Um, yep. I, I look, I'm a big guy. I like food. <laughs> Done. We'll stop. Um, garlic festival guys. Yeah. Right. So, uh, and, and interestingly enough, I first saw this book at Cloak and Wand. Uh, didn't know a lot about it, but I thought the cover looked good. I thought the idea was amazing. Uh, and uh, it is definitely a book that I think it would be a great gift. Uh, definitely something that uh, back when we were gaming in college or whatever, this would have been the kind of thing that we would have certainly loved to have. We've had a number of uh, big game dinners where we, everybody puts together something. We would have a party at somebody's house for a LARP or whatever, and we're looking for things. I thought something like this would be just a, a great benefit to uh, uh, any of the game groups that are, you know, that are out there. Bring some snacks from this to your, to your, to your game, you know, share with your local shop owners because they like food too. I mean, I love the guys at my local shop that they want a meal too. 
they, 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 you know, throw, yep. throw them something out of, out of the cookbook. I think they'd enjoy that. Um, I will add on to that. Actually, while you're talking about the cookbook, not only is the cookbook fantastic, but very early this year, I think it was like in January or February, Dungeons and Dragons put out um, a book called Art and Arcana, which is basically all of the art that has appeared in all the major editions. Um, it's a huge book. I mean, I, I like it's probably it's got to be 500 pages it's gigantic but yeah. it's full color plates of all like the covers and the interior art from all the major editions and everything it's absolutely fantastic and it's beautiful um highly recommend for the collector out there um the the uh, dungeon dragons art and arcana Definitely. So, cool all right. all right all right glenn you got I've one got more a, yeah i do my favorite I saved the best okay. for last i love it and somebody's getting this this year all right Ooh. And uh, again, I'm dipping back into previous episodes that we've done. But a while ago, we did an episode on solo role-playing games. And um, in that, while we were actively recording it, because I never really knew anything about these, I mm -hmm. bought the Adventure solo role-playing game by James Chip uh, yeah. live while we were recording that. And since then, I've been playing with it. Um, and so what that's going to turn into is basically you use this solo role-playing guide and two decks of cards. You could do one, but then you'll have to reform your decks to predict or, or choose the events that happen to your character, which you make for any game system that you choose. I'm doing 5e, uh, and I came up with a character and a background and created him from first level and then started drawing cards, right? Um, and I've been writing this out in a journaling style, which is the way that the game works. And uh, nice. as the year starts, that's probably actually going to start to at least a mini series on it. So you can see what I did with the game um, on our blog. But uh, I'll start releasing some of those. But I'm going to, it, it, it would be an amazing gift for me, though I'm already doing it now, now that I know about it. Uh, but there are at least two people on my list that are going to get like a nice leather bound journal from any bookstore or local artificer or Etsy shop that you could think of. So a nice journaling journal, but honestly, if you're trying to keep costs down, you could just go with a composition book for this. This is like a little package present. Nice. Um, two decks of cards. And again, you can go to any level on this. You could just grab two decks of cards from Walmart and a two pack for between four and five bucks. I think it's actually 408 on walmart.com. Or you could find a, local shop that sells more specialty cards or more or in a more advanced set anything you think will fit your person so you can you can increase the uh personal scale on that one and obviously your price point uh, is that another dragon what, joke hmm? is that another dragon joke well i don't know was it <laughs> personal scale hey carry on <laughs> no worries uh and a copy of the adventurer solo RPG, which is only five bucks, by the way. So this is not a heavy price point item, but any role-playing nerd who's also a writer geek or that likes to come, th that, that player in your game that loves to come up with a four-page backstory to hand you nice. when they create a character, they will love this gift. They will love it. Once they read the adventure and how it works and start drawing some cards to figure stuff out and having to flesh it out in their own head and turn it into a journal entry, it's a great time. Nice. Um, so I really, really recommend that for anybody you've got on your list that's a, a creative type into role-playing. It'll be a lot of fun. Awesome. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, that sounds great. 
because um, I know that uh, having seen some of the samples of uh, of the stuff that you've been doing um, uh, with uh, with the the journaling game and everything like that, um, man, if that's uh, if the system is supporting that, it, it it sounds fantastic. So that sounds really great. To be fair, it's the creativity of the person that's doing it that's mm-hmm. going to come up with the rest. It comes up with the event. You got to flesh it out. So a lot of that comes from your own head too. But yep. it's 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 a blast. Cool. Awesome. All right, Luanika, what do you got to wrap up? So, final thoughts. I think... I think you need to get in front of your microphone. Yeah, final thoughts. So, we covered a lot of what I originally had in my final thoughts when we talked about various merch and all those things. But I think just a general... uh, chat about what gift giving to a geek could be not should be because every person is just that they're an individual person there's no gift that we're going to say that would be universally great for everyone right yeah we're we're talking things that would be good in general that we feel because we would enjoy them would be um enjoyed by other people who have similar likes dislikes things like that so I would say the way to think about it is um, whoever your person is, if they are, you know, know what they're looking for. Even if you yourself listening to this are not the gamer, um, you may ask a prompt question or two, you know, Hey, are you a player? Or are you a story, uh, a DM or DM, you know, cause that can shift where you go. That's good, useful information so you know the kind of gift you're looking for. When you talk to your local shop, mention that. My person is is a, is a DM. Uh, uh, I had I listened to this great show, uh, and they gave me some ideas, but what are the types of things I need to, to do, or do, can you help me find them, right? So the idea is know where your person kind of sits within the hobby. Are they are they a storyteller? Are they are they a game master? Are they a player? Are they do they are they the player who has all the things already? So you're looking for accessories to accentuate their experience, or are they the new player who doesn't have a lot of anything? So they might need that Watsy book. Like we didn't mention Watsy books specifically because you know you don't know if your person needs a specific book or not. If you've got a player who's brand new. Maybe they do need the player's handbook, or maybe they do need uh, Xanathar's. Um, you know, you won't know. Maybe they need Tasha's if they've only gotten the core three books. You know, if it's a storyteller who's who's there, you know, if you've got a GM, maybe he has the core three, maybe he has Tasha's, but he hasn't gotten around to Fisman's yet. So Fisman's might be a great book for that for that storyteller. Maybe he's trying to run Curse of Strahd, so Van, Vick, Van Richten's might be the right thing way to go. There's a couple different ways it can go, but you may have to ask those prompts. So my, my ask of those listening to this, if you are the gift giver, ask your person those prompt-type questions. What do you do? What do you like? What's your game? Is there a new game that you're thinking of? And then go out there and seek those things for that game. We didn't mention anything by Pathfinder or Starfinder. Great games. I love mm-hmm. Starfinder. I played it myself. Um, it's, I don't have anything currently running with it, but I love that game. They have a library of resources and accessories. Pretty much all the types of accessories we've discussed for Watsi 
exist for those other games also. You, the question is, you got to find where your person sits so you know what to give them. Yep, absolutely. And that's why I think uh, supporting your local game shop is so important. You know, if you know someone that uh, need that is looking for supplies or looking for game material or anything like that, but don't know exactly what to get them, you know, either go to the game shop, talk to the people behind the counter, say, "Hey, you know, I know that they do this thing. What should I get them?" Or again. A gift certificate so that they can go to the to the game shop and uh, and support them. So, the other thing you could do is go to your local shop if your player is looking for a game. If your player, if your person is is a player looking for a game, your local shop will have a board. If your person is a storyteller looking for players, your local shop is going to have a board. Same board, even. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, on so on top of that, I'm I'm just going to add also that uh, you know we talked a lot tonight about supporting individual creators and individual crafters who are who are making things that are not specifically game related but are tangential and and kind of enhancing your tabletop role playing game uh, experiences. Um, there's a fantastic resource uh, that friend of the show Hope uh, has been has been working on for a very long time to go ahead and put this stuff together um, uh, for other creators that we did not mention today. Uh, probably a, a other creators uh, check out craftinggeeks.com uh, anybody who is anybody who is doing things in the tabletop role playing game space like we mentioned one candle uh, maker here there are probably seven on the, you know all that sort of stuff lots of folks on there that are creating some awesome things people that I didn't even mention like Wolfwood Gaming who's doing a lot of like gaming accessories and stuff like that dice trays all that sort of thing like I just picked up an awesome one that is uh, it's shaped like a scroll uh, and it snaps together and when you open it up it's one of those 3D like leather embossed uh, uh, dice trays to go ahead and keep your dice control around and it rolls back up it looks like a scroll it looks awesome I can't wait to receive nice. it so yeah so anyway craftinggeeks.com check it out they have a bunch of stores right now linked on there that are doing black friday weekend deals so a lot of those deals expire um either tomorrow uh, like on uh, tuesday morning so after cyber monday or something like that um so make sure you go and check that out and check that out quickly uh we'll be we'll be posting this episode to the podcast channel uh so if you're if you're watching live you're hearing it live uh, but uh you may be hearing this on monday after we post out the uh the episode uh uh all that to say go check it out craftinggeeks.com if you're looking to buy stuff for your uh for your geeky friend uh it's a fantastic place to start so all right all right all right mr myers any final words before we sign off for this evening uh well i had a lot of fun uh yeah. trying to come up I with ideas that weren't exactly. just yeah. like the normal mainstream christmas or yule or kwanzaa or holiday gift yeah. ideas had to go through the gambit there because I threw out a specific, my bad. Um, <laughs> and I know I didn't hit all of them. So whatever whatever holidays you happen to celebrate. Yep. Yeah, where the <laughs> f*** was I going? Oh, oof. <laughs> We're alive, too. My bad. I got good and distracted. So, I know. Right? We don't have a bleeper for that. Shoot. <laughs> Shoot. Um, but no, it was a lot of fun trying to come up with new ideas and original ideas for holiday gift ideas um and i really enjoyed being part of the live like i, I always do and i'm always afraid that i'm gonna you know mess up and drop the f-bomb well i've done that now <laughs> so i can move on so what's uh what's really funny is so, so i'm watching the uh I, i'm watching the youtube off to the side here which is about mm -hmm. seven or eight seconds behind us uh and you know we're all like we're just kind of floating around and then lee Winhika and i uh, both went 
bet so, you did. <laughs> I bet you did. Yeah, my bad. Hey, mm. hey it happens. Like that's no, no big deal. See, this is I'm, I'll make sure and go catch. Make a note. Glenn swore. Yeah, pull that <laughs> so, out of the recorded. At least we have the timestamp, right? Yeah, right. We roughly, do sweat, yeah. and we don't filter that stuff out. You know, to try yeah. to like hide it. It's mostly just because we don't want to. We're trying to keep our our material friendly enough to not to offend exactly, kind of people yeah. away. Uh, so, I'm not going to pretend that I'm not a foul mouthed yeah. sailor most of the time. But <laughs> I did also remember that I forgot to throw out earlier, just a quick subject change to get us off of my faux pas. Sure. Uh, when I mentioned the adventure earlier, uh, you said itch. Yes. You can find the adventure at jameschip.itch.io forward slash the adventure. Well, the dash adventurer. Cool. I will make sure and uh, so all these links. I'm going to need all these links from you guys so I can go ahead and put them in the uh, in the YouTube show notes on the video and in the show notes uh, tomorrow uh, when we push out the episode. So cool. yeah, uh, drop that all to me. And so anyway, all that to say, Luminika, any final words from you before we before we sign off for this evening? I just want to say uh, to everybody out there, just go be wonderful people to each other. Breathe that into the world, and you know. Uh, by all means, as you go out there, if you're listening to this, it's because, one, you love the hobby, or two, you love somebody who loves the hobby. Uh, but most importantly, it's because there's something about this that, 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 that speaks to you in some fashion. So as you're going out, you're doing that, and you pick these things, know that if you do that with love in your heart, you're going to make your holiday legendary. I love it. Fantastic to sign off on that note. Uh, gentlemen, thank you, as always, for uh, for coming on on a Sunday evening to go ahead and uh, talk awesome stuff. I love it when we do this. Uh, so do it again soon. Good times. Awesome. Thank you, everybody out there, for listening. And uh, we will talk to you also again uh, soon, although not live. But, you know, we have another episode coming out on Saturday. I think this Saturday we begin uh, – well, sorry. So Tuesday, uh, the uh, the Patreon AP continues with Chapter mm. 2. Uh, and then uh, Saturday is the end of our Barbarians episode. So, uh, so that'll be a good time. It's a good week coming up for us. So, All right. Good night, everybody. Thank you very much. Uh, we're going to stop the live stream now. Later. All right. Thank you for joining us. This has been Tabletop Journeys. We would love to hear your feedback on our show today. You can join us at www.ttjourneys.com, where you can subscribe to the blog to leave comments and see all the content that we publish beyond the podcast. And make sure you join our growing online community. You can follow us on Twitter at TT Journeys and join us on Facebook just by searching Tabletop Journeys there. You can also reach us by email at podcast at ttjourneys.com. And if you want to catch early access to our episodes and some of the other benefits we have coming down the pipeline, you can also support our production at patreon.com slash ttjourneys. If you're listening to us on Stitcher, iTunes, Podchaser, Spotify, Audible, or any other podcast platform, we would really appreciate if you would like and subscribe to the podcast. Full episodes come out every week on Saturdays and every Wednesdays. We'll feature our SideQuest series where we talk about pretty much anything tabletop oriented. Thank you all so much for listening and for being a part of our growing community. And in the words of another traveler on our path, we bid you shade and sweet water.